Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, too. I'm done with the school year. <laughs> I think I was done in March. <laughs> I decided it was a really bad idea to go on vacation in May because when we went on vacation in February, that was great because I got a little sunshine and fresh air and we came back and it was like, all right, we're going to finish the year strong. And this year we went in May and I came back and now I feel like, do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost June, right? <laughs> I just sort of put our math book away because it was driving me crazy. So I just sort of turned it backwards in the book basket. <laughs> Why is it always, stop looking at me, math? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of done. But we were talking about, it's it's like that transition to summer where you feel like you have to finish up, but... Summer's almost here, and I'm excited about summer. I just feel like there should be some sort of celebration or end of the school year excitement, and instead, we're just limping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, limping over the finish line. Yeah, and I've had years where it hasn't been like that, but this year, it definitely feels like that. Most of the people I talk to, it feels like that though. Maybe it's maybe it's contagious. Yeah, or weather or something. It's definitely weather. It's very gloomy. It is here, at least. Yeah. We have a new puppy, and I keep thinking this is the rainiest spring we've ever had because the new puppy needs to be outside running around all the time, and we can't get her outside running around all the time, so she eats the furniture. So (laughs) I'm noticing more. That's what I feel like my kids are doing. (laughs) (laughs) Your kids are eating the furniture. Climbing the walls. (laughs) Yeah. And it just, it makes it harder. Like you can't go outside and do bubbles and have a field day and have a relay race. We were going to do a field day yesterday at our co-op because everybody at our co-op was feeling like this too, which made me feel better. I'm not the only one. Solidarity. Yeah. So that was nice, but it was so rainy, but we played minute to win it games inside. And then that was really fun, but we we couldn't even go outside. So I think there should be a rule that you at least get one sunny day per week because we had a series of, I want to say maybe 16 days straight where you just looked at the 10 day forecast and it was just rain. Yeah. It's the most depressing thing ever. Yeah. And I found myself saying to the kids yesterday, well, maybe it's like an April showers brings May flowers thing. And then they're like, yeah, but mom, it's May. But... It was so, a little delayed this year. I'm hoping May showers bring June pool days. But that's kind of what we're talking about today. It's summer. Mm-hmm. Because that is something to be excited about. Thank goodness. So this is our last episode of this season. And we're coming back in early August. When we'll have lots of good ideas and be inspired again. We will. Everyone will be fresh and excited. The, and the gas tanks won't be on empty. <laughs> We were saying before we started, it's like those races where it's like the really anticlimactic finish because the car's like chugging in on fumes and all the rest of the cars are like, vroom, vroom. And it's like, oh. But we made it. 
Yeah. <laughs> we made it. We made it. But the checkered flag is sort of sad. They're just sort of like, get out of the way. <laughs> no Pinterest here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But you did something exciting because you made landing pages for our seasons. So now people can conveniently find all the season one episodes in one place at our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com. All the season two episodes will be in one place. And then when season three starts up, we'll have a spot. And then we'll figure a place to put all of them so that they're all together like buddies. That's one of those techie sidebar. Once once Kara and I figure out how to do that. Summer (laughs) things. Because in the summer... We're professional bloggers. We're going to have all kinds of extra time, right? Because... (laughs) And motivation, because clearly we're motivated. (laughs) But today we're going to talk about summer plans. And because you guys go year round with homeschooling and we Mm -hmm. kind of do. We just scale way back. We scale way back. I just, I don't tell them that. (laughs) (laughs) Mine are still a little bit younger, so I can pull a little bit more shenanigans. But we we homeschool every morning and then we, we have a pool that we go to in town and that starts at 12. So I have, we're morning people and I have until 12 to play with. Okay. Do you do lunch before you go to the pool? It depends on the day. This is an entirely selfish question because... And whether I have (laughs) how much coffee I had in sleep and if I've been food shopping. (laughs) Well, there were a few days last year where lunch was goldfish crackers and ice cream from the pool concession stand because... But that's memories right there. I couldn't bring myself to pack things. So, and our pool doesn't open until one. So I have a whole extra hour where I could have been packing a lunch, but I wasn't. (laughs) Instead, sometimes I pack, sometimes I have an early lunch here and then I pack something easy for dinner and we stay later. Oh, yeah. And I might count the pool as the tub and then they just go (laughs) right to bed. All that chlorine, it's its totally getting rid of all it the germs, everybody. right? Yeah, definitely. Well, we had talked about, I think it was last year, and I can't remember what episode, but we'll link to it in the show notes, that you keep going and you call something in the morning school, even if it's a, a field trip, mm-hmm. you call something in the morning school because your kids need some structure. And I know I've seen Shauna Winger just wrote a post about that and we'll find that one and link to it too, but that during the summer, if it goes to anything goes. <laughs> oh, there is no coming back easily from yeah. that. You end up. Re-entry is ugly. Yeah. Re-entry is bad. And I feel like a lot of the summer kind of, you don't enjoy it as much because it's just too chaotic and you're spending your days playing catch up, chasing a wet dog off the trampoline. And, <laughs> and not, those, not that I'm speaking from experience. Nope, right? nope not at all. Um, <laughs> but it just, it's like all of a sudden it's August and you feel like, oh, we didn't get anything done because you don't have a plan. So I think it's good to keep some structure. So we kind of do the same thing. We have that pattern of do something schoolish in the morning and then pool in the afternoon or I try to plan a field trip 
a week. And it's not always, sometimes it's like go to the used bookstore is the field trip or sometimes it's a museum or sometimes it's getting together with friends even. It depends, but trying to do something out and about one day of the week because it's just fun. It is fun. I love summer. Yeah. yeah. So we, we try to do that. And then I think our co-op group is going to try to get together once a month this summer. And it was kind of funny because all the moms were sort of talking yesterday and we were trying to come up with great ideas for summer plans and what we wanted to do. And everyone basically said, can we reconvene in like a week or two after, <laughs> after we've had we a minute a <laughs> to get a deep breath and then we'll come up with the grand plans for summer. Cause I think you need a little transition time in there too. You guys take like, um, a week off, right? You said in early June, you try to take at least some sort of break. I do. We, I take weeks off here and there during the school year, whenever I I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed and we'll just call it a spontaneous vacation. But I do try to take, it's usually either May or June. Might be May this year, the way things are going. (laughs) (laughs) Might be next week. (laughs) Actually, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. (laughs) For this coming week. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it's good just to have a minute to reset. Yes, definitely. And we talked about in our poolside professional development episode 22, the last one, that you need to read some silly books and just kind of let other stuff, just just get a real break. Because even if you're by the pool, if you're reading books about homeschooling, your brain is still in planning and thinking mode. And it's really, really helpful to get away from planning and thinking mode. Yeah. If your brain bit. is tired, you need to give it a minute. Yeah. Read something juicy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I feel like later in the summer, you have so much energy. You just, after you've had those lazy summer days, you feel this renewed. Yeah. The the starting line is great for homeschooling. (laughs) Yes. It it, gets exciting again. And you can have some enthusiasm again. And it it doesn't seem as hard and overwhelming. And And you have a plan that's going to be perfect for the whole year. Yeah. Because. (laughs) Of course. And it never changes ever. No, you're you so never full of hope in August. <laughs> <laughs> I had figured this out. <laughs> you never have to switch gears and uh, change things and throw this out one year, thing. This and, math is going to be perfect. Yeah. Okay. So you just wrote a, pa- a post about math, though, that I want to make sure everybody sees because you're going to summer school. This I summer. am. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> I threw it out there. <laughs> So I guess I have to. Is this another one of those stay accountable things that you did? It is. I do that all the time. No, I am actually, I'm, I am excited about it right now. I hope to sustain the excitement. But um, my youngest guy is obsessed with math. And I've mentioned it before. And he's just so filled with joy about math. He just loves, not like, you can't even make it up. He's just, you want to bottle him up. And I want to be like that. And I don't, I'm going to be realistic. I don't think I'm ever going to be like that about math, but I'd like to find some of the fun in it that he sees. So I'm going back and I'm doing great courses with my little buddy and I'm starting over. 
and just taking it easy and trying to find the fun in it. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. I think I have some gaps there. I have some fun math books I'm going to read. I have fun math books I'm reading with the kids. I have a plan for this fall with my daughter with math. So yeah, math is my area that I'm working on this summer. I started that book that we talked about in the last episode. It's about the Sudbury mm-hmm. School, and it's the one where it talks about learning math in all of grade school math in a really short period of time, just a few weeks. And it's fascinating to read, and it's making me really rethink math. What they say in that book is that the reason that it's so hard for kids, the reason that it takes you know, from first grade to sixth grade to learn all that math is because it's not enjoyable. And if your brain isn't open to it, it's like that thing you've said about open windows versus closed windows. If you're trying Mm -hmm. to like shove something through a closed window, it's so much harder than if the window's open. So the idea is that you wait for the window to open and kids will get it really, really quickly. And so it's just really making me rethink math. So we talked about a bunch of epi- a bunch of books in the last episode about math that we're going to do for our poolside professional development this summer. And then we're going to have a math episode when we come back for season three. After we've done all our professional development. Yeah. So I'm looking <laughs> forward to it because I just feel like I really want to reimagine math for us. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. It, it, feels like it's it doesn't need to be so hard no I think we overthink it because it's an area that maybe we didn't have the best experience with and um, I always think about you know where I feel confident is reading and writing and it's just always something I've loved and you know you know if that's something you're confident in and you're in education you know that you just surround your kids with books and good experience or good experiences around books And they eventually just pick up on that and love it too. And we should do that with math, but we don't. We don't make it fun in the early years. Some of us do, but I mean, most of what's out there is very reminiscent of what we had when we were young. There's people that are really good at making Mm -hmm. math fun and hands-on and interesting, but that is not something that I know how to do. It, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's like, it's like housekeeping. It's not one of my natural skills. <laughs> exactly. And that's why I'm going to summer school. <laughs> Determined. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, we'll link to that post for sure. This episode is sponsored by Warby Parker. Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. Offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams, Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores. I am joined by a special guest host today uh, to talk about this because my 14-year-old daughter might remember when I got my glasses delivered to our house. Yes, they were all tortoiseshell. They were all tortoiseshell. Kate and I have talked about this. I tend to get in a little bit of a rut sometimes. It's your signature. Oh, I like that. I like that it's a signature instead of a rut. That's really good. Okay, I like that. What is, what's, do you have a, do you have, you do kind of have a glasses signature, don't you? I like, I like round glasses with like a little bit of a cat eye, a little bit of a flare. (laughs) (laughs) I like your, yeah, and you look great in your glasses. And I mean, you just, 
Yeah, I like your glasses, and you have a nice face. So there you go. Okay, <laughs> Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. And they have sunglasses, which is super nice right now because the sun is back. The sun exists again. Yes. Progressives and blue light lenses, which I wear when I work on the computer. You got to protect your eyeballs, you know. (laughs) You do have to protect your eyeballs. It's important. You only get one pair. And the at-home try-on is so much fun. So you go online, you take a quiz, which is fun. Yes, I I love a good quiz. (laughs) I love a good quiz too. So you take the quiz and then um, you get to order your pairs and they ship them right to your house. And then your teenagers can tell you whether or not you look kind of a little bit dorky. Uh, We can can judge you. Well, you you guys are cooler than I am, so I, <laughs> I, you can tell me what the emojis, you know, which ones are cool and like what. To- <laughs> <laughs> never mind, never mind. Okay, so um, you know what I love about Warby Parker? Um, for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. That's that's amazing. That's so important. Yeah, almost 1 billion people worldwide lack access to glasses. This means that 15% of the global population cannot effectively learn or work, which is crazy because glasses were invented 700 years ago. What? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know that? No, I didn't. I didn't either until Warby Parker told me. Homeschool. There you go. Warby Parker partners with nonprofits like Vision Spring to ensure that for every pair of glasses sold, a pair is distributed to someone in need. I love that. And the try-on program is so much fun. You order five pairs. Five. Lots of choices. Lots of choices. You order five pairs. They send them right to your house for free. And there's no obligation to buy. And then um, you get a prepaid return label. So then you ship them back, um, which is nice. And you were saying it's so nice because you get to try them on at home. um, And sometimes I feel like at the doctor's office, I feel a lot of pressure to hurry up and pick glasses and make make a decision decision, yeah Yeah. so listeners you can try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash homeschool can you say this again for the people at home try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash homeschool well done this episode is sponsored by kiwico a new year is always a great time to discover new things about ourselves and our interests and it is just as important for the kids in our lives to make these same discoveries. With a KiwiCo subscription, your child can discover something new all year long. KiwiCo's seriously fun and innovative crates provide accessible science and art projects to kids of all ages. For trailblazing toddlers to more experienced explorers and every age in between. Kara, what KiwiCo goodies have you enjoyed recently? Oh man, my daughter is still going through her stack of eureka crates which um we had a little stockpile of because i am notoriously behind on all crates (laughs) and all all created uh curriculum that we use in our school um but it's so nice for winter to have those on hand because like those gloomy days when you just can't there's nothing to do um so she pulls out all kinds of really i mean it's like she's making handy household items like she made an electric pencil sharpener i mean amazing we needed one of those 
and the pencils of, are never sharpened no and instead of just going on to like amazon and buying one she got the experience of making one and like every time we i i, I don't know like i i might be imagining it but i feel like every time we sharpen a pencil she's kind of like yeah i made that <laughs> As she not in a bad way just kind of like eh, you know i can no make things deal. now <laughs> Encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. When they're finished, watch their confidence be as big as their smile. Your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. While they might not be able to go to fun places right now, you can bring a whoa, awesome experience straight to them with KiwiCo. And unboxing a crate feels just as exciting as receiving it. Oh, and kids love getting mail. Isn't that the best? Definitely. definitely. Oh, man. Um, everything they need is inside each colorful crate so your child can get started right away. With KiwiCo's hands-on art and science projects, kids can engineer a walking robot, design a paint pendulum, conduct bubbling chemistry experiments, and more, all from the comfort of home. Everything you need to make STEAM seriously fun delivered to your doorstep. Get 30% off your first month with the code HOMESCHOOL. That's 30% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O dot com, promo code HOMESCHOOL. What else are you guys planning for this summer? Lots of games. <laughs> so we are, in the summer, one of the things I do is I go full-on game school, and I will have a day where it's just, you know, the morning is just games, and that this is math, or this is science. And I tell the kids that it is, and I explain why, and then we just have fun. And I feel more comfortable doing that more frequently during the summer, just because it's easy. We will pack games in our pool bag, or my youngest always calls it a game picnic. We'll go to the farm stand on a field trip, and then we'll sit, you know, under the apple trees and play a game. And it's one of my favorite things. I want to do that because our farm stand has cheese now. So... Ooh, ours has cheese. It's so expensive. We, get, we can get cheese <laughs> and so vegetables good. and fruit. And yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds that sounds fantastic. <laughs> honey stick. <laughs> totally. That's what they always want is the honey stick in a game. Oh, yeah. that's fun. Okay, what else? Um, and then, brave, you know, Brave Writer. So I try to stick to that routine of having a day that's an art you know, we do something that's art, a day that's music, a day that we have a movie night. We're better about our movie nights during the summer. Just, I think, because you don't have to worry quite as much about bedtime and the next day and everything's a little more relaxed. So that's one of the things we do. And then just rabbit holes. My kids are really into wizardry right now and Harry Potter. So I'm excited about some of the things you have planned. And I'm going to copy you. But then we are also doing something. I don't know if you've heard of the herb fairies. No. I can link to them, but you know the game Wildcraft? Yes. I love that. So they have a book series, the same company. Oh, okay. And they're herb fairies and you learn about different herbs and what, you know, their medicinal properties. And my son is so into that because it overlaps with the wizardry. And so we just got the series and we're going through and we're reading them. Oh, how fun. Yeah. It's have a little nature book and they're sketching the various herbs and they, um, what is it? Not farm anatomy, nature anatomy. Yes. They're trying to make their nature anatomy book based on the herb fairies. So that's a fun rabbit hole. 
Yeah. I feel like that's, that's nature, that's science and fun. And that's something that in the summer feels like a fun unit study slash rabbit hole to kind of call school. That does feel summery. I finished up my Harry Potter herbology. I think it's going to be a mini ebook that I'm going to have ready next week, I hope. I'm trying to think when this podcast airs and when I'm going to actually have it ready because I have to do a few little finishing touches, but it's almost ready. So I'm excited. And then our I friend, can't wait to test it out. Oh, thank you. Um, our friend Shauna Winger from Not the Former Things has a whole summer of Harry Potter related things that she's working on. So I can't wait for that because she shared just a little photo on Instagram and it looked super fun. And we're still full on Potterhead mode right now in our house. <laughs> we're finishing so creative. the sixth book. So we've been taking it really slow, really, really, really slow. This was a big thing for me though. Um, there, there were a few things when I had little tiny kids, I couldn't wait to do and going full on Harry Potter nerd with them was one of them. So (laughs) I still need, I'm terrible. I've read the first and the second and I was waiting for kids. And then my oldest read them all while I still had babies. (laughs) Yeah. And ruins it for the rest of us <laughs> for read aloud. So I'm trying to figure out a way to work it. We're still working on that. But in the meantime, I don't have all the lingo that he has. And he's created, all three kids have created wizardria, they call it. And it's up in our backyard mountain hill that they call the mount. It's not a mountain. They call it the mountain fort, but it's a hill. And there's all these paths and they have all the various spells are labeled. They have been stealing from my recycling bin and filling up <laughs> various colored liquids. It's really, it's very cool. You know, that's something that I did when you said various colored liquids and things. It reminded me that's something that I've done the last couple of summers. And I'm going to try to continue this summer. On Mondays, I try to put out some kind of sensory, sciencey, hands on, outside thing that can last us through the week. So like the big batch of bubbles, we'll have to link to your post, how to make the giant batch of bubbles. That was a huge hit with the giant bubble wand thing. That was so cool. And then um, I've created like just a little outdoor science lab where you put all this stuff out to make a bunch of different concoctions, like, you know, the baking soda vinegar type things, but then you can do, um, trying to think elephant toothpaste and, Mm -hmm. What are all the different, there's a ton of different things that you can do with baking soda, vinegar, soap, Dish soap. food coloring. That's all the best. You just set them loose in the backyard. And basically just set up all the things for a lab with lots of little containers and things to dump and mix and stir. I love doing and that when the kids have friends over in the summer. It's one of our favorite things to do. And then yeah. my husband comes home and he's like, what happened to the lawn? <laughs> You know what we did one year? I wonder if you guys could do this in your yard. Do you have a high point in your yard? Yeah. Okay. We did, speaking of recycling, raiding the recycling bin, we saved all of these different recyclables for about a month. And our friends saved a bunch of them. And then we invited everybody over and we made egg... Cradle egg drop. things. Yeah. And did an egg drop. And they could use whatever they wanted 
and the idea was to drop it from a really tall height and then it would fall and then if the egg broke they had to revamp and fix it I love that and then add something else to it and they tried all kinds of things I remember they had a cookie container and they tried filling it with water to see if that would keep the egg safe and we started out the key was to start out with hard-boiled eggs (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say we had an incident so your entire dog ended up eating it (laughs) yeah so your entire yard isn't because we had probably seven or eight kids doing it and they would work together in teams and stuff but they, oh, that's so fun. We had to start out with hard-boiled eggs. And then once they had one that they really felt confident about, then they were allowed to use the raw egg. <laughs> that's really smart. So we didn't smart. have the entire egg, um, the entire egg uh, yard. I keep saying the entire <laughs> <laughs> The entire yard wasn't scrambled eggs. That so. is so fun. Yeah, so that was really fun. So I like to do something s- sort of like science or hands-on or something and just have it available starting Monday and then trade it out I, i'm thinking i'm gonna get some of those water beads i've never gotten those before have you guys <laughs> those are so fun okay. those drive my husband absolutely crazy because we <laughs> use them and then they end up, so this I, he's recently started listening to our podcast too so he's gonna be grumbling about this after <laughs> that i'm telling the story but <laughs> he has these dreams of a green lawn and he has three kids that homeschool and a dog like <laughs> not happening so we'll start out doing something on the patio and then you know it sort of spreads and those beads bounce so you will have (laughs) speaking from experience fluorescent beads like all over your yard and it's fine it's you know it's a season and I I love it (laughs) more than he does they're very fun Shauna just used them on a trampoline Oh, really? Which is amazing. She has something on her Instagram about putting water beads on a trampoline. Oh, And I fun. wanted to come over. I think I actually said that. Can I come over? <laughs> Either that or when she was spraying her son while he was jumping on the trampoline, because I would love that too. Oh, that's fun. She's so good with stuff like that. She's she comes so up with creative. so many. Yeah. You guys are going to have to tell me how many water beads to buy. <laughs> um, so you you I put, get them at a garden store. Like a and- pack in my Amazon cart, and then I put two packs, and then I put the jug, and then I thought, I need to consult someone. <laughs> because I have no idea. When I ordered them, they were in little teeny packets. Okay. And so each kid would get two packets, and that was enough for whatever activity we were doing at the time. Okay. But I've used them for various things. At one point, we filled ours. We had a water table, which we don't really use anymore. I don't think, even think we have it anymore. But we had filled the water table with them. And that was so fun. I had this the crazy had idea container. to fill like the kiddie pool. But yes. that's a ridiculous amount of water beads, right? It's surpri- Depending on how much you get, <laughs> they, they I just expand. thought it would be fun on a, <laughs> on a hot day to just, even if there's not even if it's not full of them, to put them in there and just have the sprinkler going and everything and just have it be part of being outside and playing. I think that's how I end up at the animal clinic with a dog who ate a bunch (laughs) of water beads. (laughs) (laughs) Well, last egg drop we did, my dog ate a whole bunch of the eggs. (laughs) That was, that was fun. I bet that was a lovely night. That was a lovely <laughs> night. 
Okay, so having something... He also ate our bubble wand. He doesn't chew anything anymore because he's old, but he ate, when you were telling that story, he ate our giant bubble wand. The giant I need one? to get another one. Yeah. Yeah, he thought it was a big stick or something. I don't know. That's, that's, what, I, that's one of the best parts of... But those giant bubbles really work. It took me years amazing. until I... When, when you gave me that recipe, that was when we finally had success with the giant bubbles. And... There is My nothing. Amazing preschool teacher who still we see all the time and writes to him all the time gave us that recipe. Oh, that is the best recipe. Yeah. See, I there is nothing that drives me more nuts than the promise of an awesome experiment that turns into a sad Pinterest fail because I I just get so frustrated. Why can't I figure this out? Why can't it work? And then the kids. Maybe if we try this, maybe if we try this, maybe if we try this. And I kind of just... It's, it's the worst when you're excited and your kids are excited. Yeah. It just completely fails. And that happened with bubbles for us for a long time. And That's, I would just get them from the store. But this bubble recipe is the and real it makes thing. so much. And it's cheap. And so you can make it a couple times during the summer. You just, you just need to find guar gum. <laughs> But they have it on Amazon. It's on and Amazon, yeah. I, I bought a gigantic thing of it. Health food stores, right? So, and you buy one container of it, and you need what? It like will a last. Teaspoon. So usually, actually, fill up a Rubbermaid, one of those Rubbermaid bins with bubbles. That's how much we make, and then we'll put the cover on it so that the kids can use it, you know, during the week, and they can just go back out and dip the thing in it. This is so fun. Right. It's perfect. And if you kind of have something like that, it draws the kids outside, even if it's new sidewalk chalk or have you guys ever made sidewalk chalk paint? No, I need to. I always say I'm going to. That was really fun. A couple of years ago, we did that right after we, <laughs> our neighbor surprised us and got our, <laughs> this is such an odd story. <laughs> it's the last episode of the season, but our neighbor surprised us and got our driveway seal coated while we were on vacation because oh, so nice. he got a two for one deal. <laughs> <laughs> and so we came home and we couldn't get in our own driveway, but it was newly seal coated. So it was really, it was dark. Perfect. And then making the sidewalk chalk paint, it was very fulfilling because it showed up really, really well. So <laughs> that reminded me of one of our, this is, tangential, but last year and the summer before, actually, I took all the kids stained white t-shirts and we did tie-dye in the driveway, which was really fun. And then, but the funny thing is last year it started to rain while we were doing it. So I ended up just tossing, we have this big boulder rock wall in our backyard. So I ended up just plastering the shirts on it to deal with later while I was cleaning up everything else. Cause everyone was covered in paint and, um, our, our rocks are still stained. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking about tie-dyeing yesterday and we decided that tie-dyeing is one of those things that it's really great if you can have some friends over to do it because mm -hmm. it's sort of, you can get more colors that way. You can justify the purchase of more colors. <laughs> right. Because there's a party pack. Yes. Because I had done it as a group with friends yeah. and then we had some left over and that's what we ended up doing with my husband. And then he went to work. He didn't wear his gloves. So then he had to go to work with purple hands. <laughs> Which is just what you want your doctor to walk in with purple hands. Hello. <laughs> Don't worry. It's not contagious. <laughs> yeah, we, 
every year we've tie-dyed with a group of friends and it's really fun too because then the kids they show up in their tie-dye t-shirts for other things and it's like this fun memory that they it is all have it's like a rite of so, passage for it, child yeah it's kind of neat it reminds me of camp when i was mm-hmm. growing up are your kids doing camps or are they doing nature school or anything so they they do nature school during the year and art during the year and i as of last summer last summer was our first summer with no camps and i'm doing the same thing we have a pool that we go to and it's almost like camp because there's so many little kids there that they're just you know every day it's a big group of kids hanging out and they have activities there so i'm just i'm keeping things simple and i'm not doing a single summer camp i like it and i don't feel bad about it <laughs> Last summer, I felt a little bit bad, and this year, I don't. No, no camp. Well, you know, last year, it worked well, and we've talked about how water, for our kids, just wears them out, but it's super therapeutic, and they're enjoying themselves, but then they come home, and they sleep well, and that it just, it's I find we're just all happier, you know? Our moods are better. It's the combination of vitamin D and exercise and... Um, ice cream for lunch, apparently. <laughs> I, so I'm, I'm excited about hanging out at the pool, reading my books, watching the kids do cannonballs, all that good stuff. Now, are things. you doing a camp? I think the kids, if I can get my act together, are going to each do one week of camp. But <laughs> I, I am not. This is why... I'm really grateful that we homeschool because the organization that goes into just even planning camp for a week, I, I can't, I'm not good at it. It's, I signed them up for, I was supposed to be signing them up for the same week. I signed them up for different weeks. Then each of their <laughs> friends is going for a week. So I'm trying to switch that. So who knows? We might end up just hanging out at the pool this summer. I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the worst thing. No, no, it's, it's going to be okay either way. But we have a couple other things that I think we're going to try to do this summer. We're going to, my daughter has been doing daily grams and she really likes those. Have you seen those yet? It sounds familiar, but I can't. It's like a workbook and it's a daily page of grammar. And did you talk about these in our fall hall episode? I don't know if I did or not because we were, we were going to get them and then we didn't. And then when I went to the great homeschool convention in Cincinnati, I got to actually look at it and don't tell them, but I took a picture and sent it to my daughter and said, (laughs) this is what it looks like. Do you want to do it? I don't think you're supposed to do that at the stand, are you? And (laughs) she responded, yes, with like five exclamation points because she's been really wanting to learn grammar, which again, it's one of those things when the window's open. And then I got her this animal study book. I'm grabbing it if I can find it. Okay, here it is. Okay, so it's by The Thinking Tree and it's called All About Animals, Creative Writing and Research Journal, Write Color, Research and Doodle. And it was a really good deal. It was like eight bucks on Amazon. And it's got beautiful illustrations of animals and then a spot to write about them. And you can either do a story or you can look up information and write more scientifically about it. And she's just been absolutely loving it. 
And it's just that's a simple perfect thing. perfect for that, her. Yeah, she's just doing kind of on her own. So that's been good. And she's really interested in American Sign Language. So we're going to pursue that a little bit this summer and see where it goes. So fun. And then our friend Colleen has a book. I was just going to say this <laughs> when we were, before we got off on our egg tangent. <laughs> My kids have put post-it notes on all of the projects they want to do in there, starting with the butterfly garden. Again, perfect things to do outside. If it ever stops raining. (laughs) It will. It has to. We're getting pool passes. It has to. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just packed with ideas. So that's another really fun thing. And... I just got a coupon for Around the World Stories. And you've been talking about Around the World Stories for forever. I listen to them in the car. So I'll often, in the summer, you know, if we're doing a field trip, I do this during the year too, but I feel like I do it more in the summer. I'll prepare what, I think because you feel like you're doing less, <laughs> that I actually think ahead and prepare what we're going to listen to in the car. So we, we've been doing Around the World Stories while we're driving, or we'll listen to an audiobook that has a movie that goes along with it. And then when we're done with the audiobook, we watch the movie and we chat about which one was better and why. Oh, fun. You, just, yeah. you guys just listened to Holes, right? Is that? Yes. Have you seen the movie yet? We did. Okay. I loved it. On Monday, my plan was for us to finish our math book. And we'd had a really, really busy weekend, including two super late nights and it was not happening. And I'm looking at my kids just, they just looked miserable. And I said, okay, I've got an idea. Let's go on a field trip. So we went on a completely impromptu field trip and we listened to two podcasts. I feel like we learned way more than if we would have sat there and tried to finish that math book. I don't think any of that math book would have stuck. So I love that idea of being intentional about choosing audiobooks or stories or podcasts for time in the car because we are going to be doing more field trips this summer. So I'm trying to do that. And of course, lots of reading aloud. That's kind of going to be the big thing. I think we're going to just, I'm going to try to read at breakfast so that that doesn't go away during the summer. Right. Because by the end of the day after the pool, it's kind of hard to sneak in that reading aloud. We're all kind of ready for bed. I was thinking about it before we went on the air, and I feel like we always have the big, juicy, brave writer conversations, but I feel like summer's more of a time for that because you're just, there's more space and you can listen to a podcast and then chat about it and, you know, listen to an audiobook and then watch the movie and have a discussion. You don't feel like you have to finish this book or that book. It's kind <laughs> of wonderful when you don't feel pressure. And it just makes me really think about how to bring that into our school year. Because when the pressure is off to not complete a certain book or to make sure I'm checking a certain box, we just, we still learn a ton and it's just so enjoyable. So it's just different. Hopefully we'll reading some of those poolside personal development books this summer. I'll get some ideas for that about how to bring it into the school year a little bit. Something else I love about summer is not just my poolside professional development, but that the kids now are all reading and they'll pack their own pool bag and they'll have their reading material. And they just recently rediscovered um, when we first started homeschooling, I had a couple magazine subscriptions that people had 
given to us as gift, the National Geographic Kids and Stone Soup and Cricket, I think. And I saved them all because they're such high quality that I figured at some point someone will read it again. And they haven't been interested until this point, but now they've rediscovered all of them. So when we last month had a membership to an indoor pool that we had won and we were going there and they would bring their old magazines and read them and chat about them. I love that. And magazines are perfect because if they get a little wet, not a big deal. But Doesn't matter. Those ones it's are not a library book. <laughs> timeless. So sometimes they'll have them at used book, like library book sales and things like that. And they don't have a particular expiration date because they're great stories and great content. So I'll grab a whole bunch of them. I think I got maybe 10 one time per like 10 cents a piece. Um, like cobblestone and all, all of them by that brand. There's like ladybug through, I don't even know, muse and like cricket and yeah. cicada. They're so There's well really done. Good ones. The thing I love about stone soup is that it's all children who wrote the stories and illustrated the magazine. So it, it inspires my kids to be creative because they'll see something and want to either recreate it or continue the story or, Summer is just so nice. There's space to do there that. Space. And you don't have to, I don't know. It just feels a lot more carefree. <laughs> so now I'm getting excited about summer. <laughs> Me too. Do we have I just to do anything it. this week? Yeah, I just needed to stop raining. And <laughs> so there's one that other awesome. thing that I am going to do this summer and it's new for us and I know lots of people have talked about this online and it's kind of an idea that's been around for a while but I mentioned earlier that I'm not great with housekeeping things I'm not good naturally with routines like that and my cleaning kind of goes to whatever's the biggest mess at the time and I never really have a very good strategy and my daughter has been wanting to save up money for something. And so she came to me and said, I want to save up money for this. I'm wondering if you could come up with some jobs for me to do. And it started out with jobs like walking dogs around the neighborhood and things like that. And I thought that kind of sounds like something where I'm going to have to do it too. And I don't even let, they don't go off our street right now. <laughs> So expanding to the whole neighborhood would be a big jump. So I thought, what about hiring her? <laughs> That's great. And so I've come up with some jobs, different organizing things and different, um, and she gets really into it. And then my son saw this happening, saw her making money by doing this. So I've posted help wanted ads on our refrigerator and my daughter has now created a form and it says the task and it says how much I'm willing to pay for it and then who signs up for it. And I love it. So I've had different things like clean out mom's car because we it gets filled with library books and <laughs> craziness back there. Socks and shoes. Art <laughs> supplies. Um things like that. And you don't you so you put I just put how much money? I'm willing to pay for somebody to do that task and it gets done. I find the big wow. key is having, actually having cash in the house. It helps. <laughs> that, that immediate gratification do. helps. I never do. So I've started, when I go to the grocery store, I've started getting, <laughs> they cash look at back. me so funny. <laughs> Can I get $20 in ones? <laughs> <laughs> 
So that way I know I have the right change for it. So it's helping though, because it's helping me get those projects that always need to get done. Like, can somebody please clean the spice cabinet or figure out what in the world is going on in the linen closet or whatever, or organize the art supplies, all those kinds of things that I want to do. But that never seems as immediate as empty the dishwasher and do the laundry and cook dinner. So it's been, it's been good. You have my wheels turning over here because right now I'm feeling like we need to do all those things. I've had the kids help more this year. So our cabinets, yes, the kids are putting the dishes away, (laughs) but like our Tupperware cabinet is like, good luck trying to get something out of there or squeezing something back in. I don't know, maybe. And I still haven't switched out summer clothes because we haven't had summer weather. (laughs) I feel like I need to do that at some point because it's just going to show up. But it's been so rainy and raw half the time that I don't know, maybe I could have helpers. They still have their regular chores that they do that's separate. This is extra things that I need done that I know I would spend time doing. And if there was somebody who wanted to come to my house and I could pay them to do it. <laughs> but I have, I have capable helpers right in my own home. So it, and we agree on a price and sometimes there's negotiating, which I'm okay with. Or sometimes there's That's a good skill. combining like, mom, if I were to do this and clean the windows, could I get $6 for such and such? Okay. Because the windows (laughs) always need to be cleaned because we write on them with markers constantly from math to artwork to a big sign right now that says the chickens are out. So (laughs) that's something that always needs to be done. So it's been good. I hope this summer to continue it and actually come up with a few things that are bigger projects. So we'll see. I'll have to update in August. Mm -hmm. Yes, please we'll see how do. it went. <laughs> you really, you have me excited here because I'm yeah. thinking about, I've been feeling this pressure to get all of this stuff done before. You know when you feel like the summer weather is going to click? Like it has to. <laughs> At some point, it's going to finally click and it's going to be summer and we're not going to want to be inside. But we have some spring cleaning that we just didn't do because we ran out of steam. I'm thinking that, that now that we're coming to the end of school, I'm going to take next week is going to kind of be my late spring cleaning week. And I got that book. I talked about it in another episode, the keep your house clean in 10 minutes a day book. We'll have to link to it because I'm so bad at remembering the names of books, but I'm going to try that method and see what happens. See, ours looks clean on the outside, but if you open anything, (laughs) (laughs) that's the problem I'm having is what's behind the doors and in the drawers. Well, step one of this book, the very first thing you're supposed to do is declutter. So I love that because I love purging. So I'm thinking Monday, I purge. And then Tuesday, I can't remember what Tuesday is, but I've got a book. So I'm just going to do what the book says. That should totally work, right? (laughs) I would think so. It's totally going to (laughs) work. I'm hopeful. Nobody has more hope than a mom with a new chore chart. Isn't that what the thing says? (laughs) It is. I love that. (laughs) So anything else that you guys are, you have planned for this summer? 
I think I got everything. Just really just connecting. I feel like summer is a good, I feel like we were a little bit crabbier than we normally are this spring, just mostly because of weather. And I'm just excited to just have fun with my kids. What's bringing you joy this week? My daughter lost her front tooth and her second front tooth is wiggly and she just looks so cute. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and she writes these notes to the tooth fairy that just killed me. They're so sweet. And now there's this whole multiple choice and it's like they're BFFs, she and the tooth fairy, because they know so much about each other. (laughs) So what's bringing you joy? The magic elixir. (laughs) (laughs) You told me about these. That is what I call it. (laughs) Liquid vitamins that are helpful with sleep because they have magnesium in them. And I had always taken natural calm, the powder stuff that you, and I just got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. And I would take it at night and it would help me relax and help me sleep and helped me feel good. And, but I just could not stand the taste of it anymore. And so I was taking magnesium capsules when I was taking my vitamins on and off and everything. And then you suggested a different liquid vitamin and it was lovely. And it helped me feel so relaxed. It's amazing. So I'm going it's to... so amazing. I'm going to keep trying it. And there's a daytime one too. It's the daytime one too now. Because the nighttime, I took... I've already told Kara this, but I was just looking for a liquid vitamin because I was reading about vitamin absorption. And I was feeling tired. And so I ended up ordering this a, totally as a fluke just because... One of those impulse purchases. I'll just try this and see how it goes. I had credit at Amazon. And I suddenly started sleeping well for me. And I don't sleep well. And I haven't since I was a kid. I just come from a family of bad sleepers. And and um, my, husband, my husband even remarked that it was kind of incredible that the difference. I couldn't in believe taking it. it. I've, I've not used it a lot yet. But this morning, I woke up at 5.30 well rested and came downstairs and finished a big project that I'd wanted to do because I had actual energy in the morning without drinking nine cups of tea. So I do believe it might be magic. (laughs) (laughs) It is a magic elixir. I told you. (laughs) I'm excited about it. So we can link to it in the show notes and people can check it out and see. And that's it for season two. Oh, it was so fun. That's it for season two. This has been this has been really fun though. And we hope everybody has a great summer. Enjoy it. This is like our where, where we sign yearbooks. Stay cool forever. Yes. Have a great <laughs> summer. <laughs> Love you forever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I hope everybody has a really good summer with their kids. We are going to be rerunning a few episodes, adding a little bit to some old episodes and we even have some of our friends are going to guest post this summer at the homeschool sisters site thehomeschoolsisters.com so that'll be a place to go to if you're wondering what the sisters are up to you can head to the our website or instagram we'll still keep posting on instagram and facebook not twitter so much no (laughs) we're sort of there (laughs) if you really really need us And this is episode 23, the last episode of season two. And we'll see everybody in August. Enjoy. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you soon, Kate. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister. Thank you.